Hi, this is Steve O'Mooney, and you're listening to another great show only on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, feel free to check out www.4iradio.com. Wallop and web snappers. My spider sense is tingling. Tingling. Anybody else's spider sense tingling? Welcome to Walloping Web Snappers, a Spider Man podcast where we dive into every Spider Man cartoon ever made. I'm Derek. And I'm Doug. And is your spider sense tingling? Hey, I'm swinging here <laughs> to listen to this show. Find us on 4 and wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. And we'd just like to take a quick moment to thank our spectacular patrons, Bo, Carl, Eric, and Katie. We are talking about the second part of this big spider island Five parter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We're getting some spider. Some, this is a, this, I didn't expect this episode to, to happen given the content of it. Cause it, the, the plot of this episode surprised me, honestly, what it chooses to focus on. Yeah. I don't know that I, I'm excited to talk about this one because I, I came out of it feeling kind of conflicted of like, I like this was some of this was fun, but also, I maybe I'm more. I don't know. It's weird. I, the plot of this episode is is odd that it exists in this in the context of the Spider Island five parter. But I also kind of get it. I don't know. Well, there's plenty to talk about with it. Yeah, I think I think that the last week's episode had me really optimistic for this arc. Yeah. This week's episode, I would say, worries me a little bit more. Only if the other three episodes are like this one, because I think that. The last arc we covered, the four-part Rise of Doc Ock, was very, like, self-contained. It was very much, we built towards some of these storylines. We're now going to tackle these storylines. It was messy. It did a lot. But, like, it was all contained. This arc, if it follows the, the, the trajectory of this particular part two episode... I could see being like, oh, okay, so you did your sort of like contained season finale. Now you're doing the like big crossover event finale. Like, so I don't know if it goes in that direction, but Um, I I could see it being potentially that, especially since it is Spider Island and Spider Island is the type of event where you get to do wacky things like Black Widow with spider powers, you know? I I think that's honestly the only reason this episode happened is because it's sort of like, well, we got Black Widow. Her name is Black Widow. We should give, have her show up so she has spider powers, right? I mean, I'm okay with it. I mean, it's a little bit hokey, but I kind of like it. (laughs) Do you want, do you want, I've seen all five Spider Island episodes at this point. Do you want, do you want me to set your expectations or do you want to be totally blind? Yeah, I'm okay with knowing, like, is this, is this five parter? a big crossover event basically. this episode is an outlier of the crossover. oh interesting uh, i mean i'm not, not the crossover this episode is an outlier of the five-parter interesting because I, I wouldn't have been surprised if this yeah. was like okay we're going to introduce you to the idea that this is a crossover arc here's one superhero or one avenger with spider powers yeah and then maybe in part four or part five it's like okay now here's the right. big battle where all the avengers have spider or something like that you know what I mean? yeah i wouldn't have been surprised like obviously this episode is an inconsequential 
controversial or whatever, like important stuff is happening oh, totally. and stuff. But like, I, I think that I left this episode feeling like you where it's just a little bit worried and I can safely say that it's my least favorite episode of the five parter because I think okay. it's weird how much of it feels like a standalone, even in the context of everything that's going on. I yeah. think it's sort of a, I think it was a bizarre choice to have this episode be part two of the Fire Interesting. Island episode, okay. five parter, honestly. That is fascinating. And I will say, yeah. I think there's plenty I am like prepared to praise about this episode. It just, <laughs> I, I was, I, yeah percentage wise praised a lot more of last week's i think it's it's a fun it's a fun episode in its own right but it honestly feels more akin to the first half of the season yes. in terms of what it's doing than this last half i think this is the type of episode i don't have a problem with this type of episode but i do think it's the type of episode that like as i was you know summing up the events of this one like it really is like a we have a chance to do really cool action shit, yeah. and I'm not gonna be mad about that if that happens every once in a while. It is like you said, a little bit weird that it happens as part two of a five parter. <laughs> it feels like it's like the the like you you have your your ongoing Spider Island storyline in the Amazing Spider Man comics, and this is like a Black Widow yeah. one shot that is tied into the Spider Island arc. That's yeah. not really that much a part of the main story, but is related to it because it's happening at the mm-hmm. same time. It's kind of what it feels like. And I could see how it comes to be because I think we've already mentioned this. So this isn't like necessarily, you know, information out of place, but like you have the actress who plays Black Widow in these crossed universes or these mm-hmm. many universes. So like, yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? Doesn't make it great, but why not? Why not? Yeah, it's still a fun episode. It's not yeah, like I agree. Not my cup of tea. I, I normally don't care about Hydra stuff and everything, and like Black, Black Widows. Like Black mm-hmm. Widows, a character, fine, but I don't care usually about the Shield spy things in Marvel. To be honest, like yeah. I think uh, I could. Yeah. I just don't think I found the stuff that really does it for me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very much just sort of like, okay, whatever. Eyes maybe glazing over for some of it, <laughs> but like the action's cool, so that's fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> it's sure. fine. Very good action. Yeah. If you want to watch the action along with us, this episode is currently available on Disney Plus, as are the rest of them. Uh, This episode we're talking about is of Spider-Man, the 2017 series, season one, episode 20, entitled Spider Island Part 2. The synopsis per IMDb is the spider virus infects virtually all New Yorkers. Gwen and Spider-Man must help Black Widow track down Crossbones before he can deliver Vibranium to Hydra. Those two sentences feel utterly unrelated. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's also interesting about this, and I know you know the answer, so uh, this isn't necessarily a question so much as a statement as to, like, my mindset at this point in in the arc. I do find it very interesting that part one ends with realizing that there is this sort of spider island situation and so part two picks up with that Mm -hmm. but they have not clarified for us as an audience at the point of part two starting exactly what the inciting incident is because we saw last week that whatever stealth spider was planning was thwarted by the spider people so like i'm still like Okay, but how is this happening? So I, I I think that's an interesting thing to note about this scenario is we have a spider island, but the show hasn't hasn't yet told us exactly how it happened. Sure. Sure. Yeah, it is interesting. The original air date was February fourth, twenty eighteen, which is the same day as last week. I think that they package if i remember correctly we'll fact check this when we get to next week's episode, but I think how it worked was these first two episodes aired on one day and then the following week the, the next three episodes aired like back wow. to back i think is what they did yeah that's so i mean i guess that's probably not 
abnormal anymore. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. But I grew up yeah. with you and I grew up with like Saturday morning cartoons. And mm-hmm. I don't know if Saturday morning cartoons were even a thing in 2018. Yeah, I don't think like they, in the traditional sense. Yeah, I don't think it's really a thing anymore, unfortunately. I know it definitely isn't anymore, for sure. Yeah. Episode was written by Kevin Burke and Chris Stock Wyatt and directed by Dan Duncan. They've done so many episodes of this show about those three <laughs> people. We know them very well. We know them all. Yeah. We get a couple folks here. We get Crossbones, who is voiced by Fred Tatashore. We know him very well. He's the voice of Max Modell in this very show. He also voices a Hydra agent who gets quite a bit of line action in this episode so uh, you can tell you can tell it's him mm-hmm. they're using the folks that are already available um, we also get black widow who we mentioned and like i said voiced by laura bailey who is the voice of gwen stacy in the show i think we even mentioned that black widow was going to show up at some point when we yeah. originally talked about gwen stacy so we knew this was coming and it's not weird because i think black widow has shown up in like pretty much all of these sort of uh, contemporary <laughs> marvel right. cartoons mm-hmm. so she, laura bailey's all over the place on these shows we also get and this was a shocker to me as the episode was playing out. Yeah. We get Arnim Zola, uh, who is voiced by Mark Hamill. <laughs> We've definitely talked about Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is sure. famously Luke Skywalker. Or if you're just more into superhero cartoons, famously the Joker on Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> uh, but also, he voiced Hobgoblin in the 90s series. Uh, basically the only thing good about the Hobgoblin in the 90s series. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) And this is not the last time we'll talk about Mark Hamill on our show, Uh, but we'll talk about him when we address a different series. I actually don't know what you're referring to right now, so I'm excited. Cool. He's in uh he's in a few he's in more series than I realized when we started this podcast. Interesting. (laughs) So yeah, those are kind of the Yeah, good job, Mark Hamill. Good job, Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone's told you, you that. I told you enough. <laughs> Underrated guy. Nobody ever talks yeah. about Mark Hamill. <laughs> Hot take. Mark Hamill, great voice actor. Bet you've never thought about it. <laughs> cool. Let's, uh, you feel like getting into this episode? I think yeah. maybe, maybe we should start talking about it. So this episode opens with uh, Peter Spider-Man, not Miles. I don't think Miles is even in this episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Peter Spider-Man watching a news report sharing that an estimated 90% of people in Manhattan have developed spider powers. So he obviously worries about like having over a million amateur spider people around and seems like a valid worry to have. Mm hmm. I think there's even just people just like web swinging in the background <laughs> casually while he's just thinking about climbing up buildings and stuff. Yeah, there's like an old lady like sitting on top of a bridge feeding pigeons, which is kind of <laughs> cute. I do like that. The show loves its pigeons. Yeah, it does. But uh, yeah, he's, he's also wondering like how Harry is coping, you know, given that it's a whole city of spider people and he famously hates spider people and uh, leaves Harry a voicemail message checking in. And after he finishes his call, he hears a woman screaming. Mm-hmm, cool. mm-hmm. So, I mean, he leaves him a voicemail because, again, Harry was pissed last week uh, at, at Peter and they didn't really resolve that. I know Peter made an excuse for why he has spider powers, but they didn't really explore that. So presumably Harry's just, I guess, not talking to him again. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know if well, that ends up being addressed in this particular episode. Yeah, I don't think it's really addressed in this episode. I think it's unclear because it's like, well, the Peter has the excuse that he's not Spider-Man because everyone has spider powers, right? So like, right. It makes sense. So it could go either way. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So he hears this woman screaming. And when he finds the source of the scream, he actually just finds a woman plummeting through the air towards the <laughs> ground. I guess presumably as the result of like a swinging mishap. That was, I don't my, know. Ass- that was my assumption. Yeah. I, I don't know if she just like forgot 
how to do the web thing in the middle of the air or she swung too high and got scared who knows but she's plummeting towards the ground so he's like all right spider-man to the rescue and he dives after her to catch her but before he can actually reach her spider gwen swoops in catches the woman and is greeted by a group of adoring fans on the ground as she does nowadays (laughs) like she's just met with fans everywhere she goes because everyone knows who she is still no mask still Uh no mask still no mask so she whips off to meet up with Spider-Man, and he basically is like, why does everybody love you? And they basically, like, barely tolerate me. And I love their answer is like, well, you have a creepy costume. <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, gets so insecure about it. I think Gwen's even like, sorry that I, like, triggered your spider insecurities. Uh-huh. But, like, but, yeah, he's just like, oh, the span- is the spandex too tight? Oh, no, I made the eyes too small, which I think is kind of funny because that's, like, always a conversation about Spider-Man's yeah. costume if you like the eyes too big or small or whatever and this is one where they're like relatively big yeah yeah right <laughs> like i guess let's see once the full-on like todd mcfarlane eyes i guess yeah, maybe <laughs> i also think it's really funny that one of his his like guesses as to what makes it creepy is like is my spandex too too tight like, am i creeping people out by wearing too tight spandex that, i think that would tra- <laughs> that would definitely creep some people out for sure for sure that's why i think it's so funny right yeah yeah <laughs> such a it goofy a, reaction it's a very goofy reaction <laughs> but uh gwen is like they're, they're sort of talking about like whether or not this whole island of spider people thing is good or bad. I, my first instinct is like, no, that sounds horrible. But Gwen's like, maybe you should have faith that people will do the right thing. Like the two of us obviously have, you know, and Spider-Man's like, well, having powers is an all fun in games. It's so funny because, like, I feel like it's been this weirdly consistent thing with Peter that yeah. he is often kind of a huge wet blanket about superheroing. Yeah. Like Peter Parker himself is is very like kind of manic and 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 often kind of fun loving in in a lot of ways but like when it comes to superheroing specifically it's like well this is serious business i have a i have a tragic backstory that <laughs> that uh, that drove me to superheroing so like this is something you have to be very serious about right yeah um and everyone else is just sort of like i mean but it's fun though can we just have some fun <laughs> i actually really like it though because even though he ends up being sort of a wet blanket and sort of the one who's like stubborn about rules and all this sort of stuff I think it's an interesting way to interpret the with great power comes great responsibility thing, especially when you're playing it against other versions of spider people like spider Mm -hmm. heroes. And we talked about this last week a little bit. I hope that he begins to learn from his sort of stubbornness. I don't think this episode indicates that that's where we're going or that's what we're Um, supposed to get from it. He does have a little bit of an arc in this one, though. It's less about it's not really as much about him being like super serious or anything or, or secret identity stuff or anything like that, that we've been talking about. But you know, there, there is definitely an arc of him recognizing, I think just generally that it is okay for other people to have others, other superpowers and sort of like use them how they see how they, how they, how they fit right like i think that that's that's which i think that that will kind of play a role outside of spider island just because we know that there will be more spider people on this show you know right i do think there's two things though i think one of them i think there's two things that he's going through in this episode one of them is accepting that other people can be heroes who have similar power sets to him right like he is not the only spider person the only spider man he does recognize 
Miles as Spider-Man, but also he is Miles' mentor, and men- and Miles like accepts him as a mentor, right? So that kind of like falls mm-hmm. into place for him. So I think part of it is like accepting other people having powers and letting them choose what to do with them. I do think the other thing is like his very specific rigid views on what responsibility means, um, and I think this episode affirms a little bit of both. I think it affirms like. Yes, it's good. Like people can be good with these powers. You don't need to be like so pessimistic about it. I do think it also a little bit affirms some of Peter's things about like, but you gotta be, you know, responsible with them or something. I don't know. Yeah, but, for sure. I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm curious. I, I like I said last week. I really want Peter to be learning things, and we're getting <laughs> so close to the end of a season where he should be like wrapping up a big lesson, perhaps. Um, yeah. and, uh, I'm curious to see if nice. we'll get it. It would be nice. That's <laughs> sort of like you're, you're riffing on spectacular Spider-Man in, in some ways. I would like you to riff on it in that particular mm-hmm. way too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. These aren't static characters. They're clearly not meant to be. So right. Let them, right. let them grow. Yeah. But yeah, Gwen's just like, relax, dude. It's a beautiful day. There's no big problems that that are going to happen. Everything's going to be fine. And there's an explosion. (laughs) I think Peter even calls it like a rookie mistake to talk about, you know, how everything is fine. Yeah, right, right. Which I feel like we all, not we all, but plenty of us adopt in our regular lives. You know, if you're at work and it's calm, don't acknowledge it. (laughs) No, yeah. Just exist. Exactly, exactly. So they investigate this explosion. They find crossbones attacking an armored van under an overpass. Uh, you know, initially Spider-Man's like, well, Gwen, you're, you know, the, you're the inexperienced superhero. You just became a superhero like a week ago or whatever. So, uh, you know, stay back and I'll handle this. And she's like, no, what are you talking about? I've like, I did that fucking cool move last week with the cool, like acrobatic move with my legs on the stealth spider's neck and like f- flipped him the fuck over. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously I can kick ass. So he's like, yeah. okay, fine. Sure. So he directs her to save the driver of the armored van while he attempts to keep crossbone cross bones i cannot say crossbones for some reason that's not even a hard name to say <laughs> cannot keep crossbones busy uh busy and uh you know she makes work of, of saving the driver yeah i uh i like that she pushes back when he tries to like yeah. direct her or give her orders because again he's used to his dynamic with miles she's not miles you know right. she's like she's not necessarily like looking for glory but she's not fighting against it either she's just very matter-of-factly is like I'm a public superhero. People know who I am. They appreciate what I do. And I like doing what I do. Yeah. Like, well, and also, you don't need to tell me how to do it. <laughs> Miles, I think, was looking for a mentor. Yeah. And Gwen very much isn't. Gwen is very much like, I know what I'm doing. I'll do my own thing. Like, she's she's clearly way more confident, I think, than Miles is just in life, period. Um, yeah. Miles needs a little more help with things, both in and out of spider suit, I think. Right. Because I think... Peter mentors him even outside of that. Yeah. And, you know, Gwen is like, I, my my uncle is a supervillain. So, like, I, I've already, I know what I'm, I, it's, I've got, I've got some, I've got some experience in a lot of areas. So let yeah. me handle this. Can you just let me do my thing, Pete? <laughs> yeah. Or Spidey, I guess. She doesn't know. Yeah. Still weird that, 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 that she, does, she doesn't know he's Peter. But, it is. You know. It is. <laughs> so... Uh, Crossbones asked Spider-Man, like, why does everybody have your powers except for me? I don't understand. And Spider-Man's like, ah, guess you're a late bloomer. And Crossbones is like annoyed by this, obviously. So he tosses Spider-Man and begins to charge some kind of blast. Uh, but Gwen intervenes. She stops the blast and even lands a gnarly punch on Crossbones and catches Spider-Man. 
I love this moment. Very cool. <laughs> she simul like not simultaneously, I guess in sequence, like basically does a cool as hell punch and then also catches Spidey. It's like badass and cute all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they do. <laughs> Once Spider-Man like lets like becomes open to working with Gwen, they work together pretty well. So. Yeah, well, and he does. He's like, hey, actually, you know what? You're maybe better at this than I thought. I'm going to stop trying to bench you like a douche. Um, and they actually do a good job. I think, yeah. don't they use like a the van door or something to like knock him out? Something like that, yeah. They like, uh, yeah, they flank him. And I think one of them passes the other a door or something and they swing it into his face. <laughs> the action in this episode is so good. It's very good. Like yeah. every actual like co- like quote choreographed fight. I mean I guess it is technically choreographed even if you're animating it. Like it's all just very good and very yeah. fun. Definitely. I agree. I agree. This is a very good looking episode in terms of its action for sure. And the hits are hard. Like mm-hmm. the impact of a lot of like that that um like move that Gwen does on Stealth Spider in the last episode that really like you like feel it. That's like yeah. how a lot of the hits in this episode are. It's, it's really, really yeah. nice. Well, it's funny too, because I remember early on when we were covering the series, I was like worried that they were going to like hide action with like other things. Remember when yes. um they like would use Peter's spider sense to slow things down? Yep. And I was like, is this going to be a crutch that they use to not do like fast paced action? Because they did so a lot. They did it, uh, uh, you know, multiple times over, I think a couple episodes or three episodes or something. And I was really worried that was going to be a thing. So glad that that is not a thing that they're yeah. still not that I hate it as as a whole, but like I was worried it was going to be their way of avoiding mm-hmm. fast paced action. Well, that and there's a lot of like goofy stuff, too, that they would do, which is like fine sometimes, but it sort of like felt like like one too many crutches that would be happening. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, th- this this whole back half of the season, honestly, is really like it felt like they have up their game or at least kind of learned some lessons from how they were doing action before. Like, unleashed, right? Like just mm-hmm. let them do action. I think too. One thing I think that that uh, that I I think is a benefit to this episode in particular. It's more for like a little bit later on rather than just this one. But I think like once they start trying to make it clear that yes, everyone has spider powers. I think like they make it part like a point of the story that the hits are landing harder because everyone has yeah. spider strength and spider durability. So then you kind of get to a fight the fight later on in the episode with people who are normally normal people, but it's sort of like, well, we got to make this more intense because they're spider people now. Mm-hmm. So everyone's hits are way harder conflict yeah. than you ever see on this show. It's almost comical because it's like, Sometimes it's explicitly comical. I think this episode does very good action. It mm-hmm. also tries very hard to be funny, and I think a lot of times it works okay for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's hap- I mean, they pack in a lot more jokes per second or minute or whatever than this show tends to do. So certainly some of them aren't going to land. But like some of the action ends up being like hard hitting and also funny uh, mm-hmm. it, because it's like the type of stuff you expect from like. Superman, right? Like, I'm going to throw you through a wall. Yeah. Like, and it's not going to hurt you because you're Superman. Like, this right. episode does that once everybody's got spider powers. Right. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So they've knocked out crossbones, and then some cops show up with spider powers, and fuck that, man. We don't need yeah. cops with spider powers. These guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> They're stealing Spider Man's jokes. He doesn't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it either. But they do retrieve crossbones and thwip off. So after the the cops thwip off with crossbones, Gwen notices some sort of vibranium device that's left behind. She doesn't necessarily know that's what it is right away, but she's like, this looks like it could be this. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's vibranium. 
Um, and what's weird, and I, I, I'm glad I caught it. I mean, it's not like so, so hidden that you mm. wouldn't notice it, but it is happening in the background, so you yeah. might not notice it the first time it happens. Oh, sure. There's an invisible figure, like the way that a cartoon would do an invisible figure, where it's just mm. like a clear person with an outline, kind of. Yeah. In the background, while Gwen and Peter are talking to each other, it's interesting because I feel like shows typically wouldn't make it so subtle they would sort of like zoom in after the fact and this scene's fascinating to me because they never do that with this version like this scene they get to that point they build to like focusing on it but you could very easily miss this figure in the background if you're very much focused on peter and Gwen. yeah the figure shows up a few times like as they're on their way to horizon and it's and, and and it becomes clearer like by the end of it but like the first couple of them are so subtle and in the background and my first thought too is that like oh i guess the stealth spider's back me too like oh wait but didn't he mutate into a spider monster so that doesn't make sense that was my first reaction and then i had that same exact thought process like oh shit they're like doing more with this (laughs) this suit wait no this suit probably doesn't even exist or work anymore (laughs) right yeah we saw it literally get shredded when the dude mutated into a giant spider so probably not so then i had no idea what to expect i didn't know who this was going to be i was it was very much a uh a mystery to me Mm -hmm. but yeah so obviously if this is like a vibranium device it's something important so gwen's like we should uh you know take the device and and check it out investigate it and spidey's like okay i guess um and he follows her they pause to chat on a nearby rooftop and are sort of discovering or discovering disagreeing over you know where they should deliver to the device or what they should do with it because obviously like yeah something important do you take it to the authorities do you figure out what it is first who knows right um, i like this conversation because mm-hmm. gwen's like we should take it to an expert peter's like we should take it to the police and gwen's like i get where you're coming from but if we take it to the police they're literally just going to bring it to Horizon High anyway because Horizon High is the only place with a vibranium expert <laughs> in New York funny. City. So like let's just let's just bring it right there. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love her in this moment. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, it's just sort of like cab. common sense, man. <laughs> like whatever. Her yeah, dad isn't in the show as far as we know, so maybe she does say cab. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> maybe, who knows. <laughs> Yeah, so the two of them do arrive at Horizon, skipping the middleman. Uh, they hear a scream from Anya's lab. <gasps> hey, Anya! <Who>? Right? <laughs> Who's right? that? <laughs> God. <laughs> I've got, it has been so... We have not seen her the entire time we've been back with the show for the second half, right? Yeah. I, I don't think we've seen her once since we've gotten to the back half. I Wild. Think right. And I just didn't expect... To, I was just like, I guess she's gone for the season. I don't know, like... So glad to see her. And of course, Anya's back. That means that, of course, Miles can't be in this episode. Because <laughs> why would you have everybody? Why would you have everybody in the same episode? <laughs> I need them to do an episode with all of them before they all have spider pa- Well, I guess I don't know because I don't know how Spider Island ends. Right. Uh, but it's I also just, it's like... Getting, it is getting worrisome that they cannot seem to put all four of them in an episode. Look, why isn't he in this episode? I don't understand I don't why why they felt it necessary for him to not be here in this adventure. Like, I know that they want to have room for the Spider-Man Gwen team up, right? Like, they want to spotlight her a little more in this episode. That's fine, but like... Miles can still be there with them throwing in quips, even if he doesn't have much to do other than action stuff. Like, there's no reason why he can't just be there. I don't understand. I just also it's don't so understand why they don't. I, I understand 
that this isn't everybody's favorite strategy, but I think it really depends on how you do it more than whether you do it or not. I just don't understand why this show doesn't do the like corny Power Rangers thing of like, oh, this ranger cannot be here based on the footage we have. So we're going to come up with a reason why they're not here. Like It's weird. The show doesn't even attempt to explain why Miles isn't there. Where like, is he? And does it even, nobody even mentions him. He's just gone. It's it's very it's notable and noticeable that like yeah. he just disappears. And then Anya Anya makes I guess a little bit more sense, but like f- to just not be around for a long time. But like once Miles has powers, I just feel like you have to explain why he's not there unless it's very obvious within the context of the episode that is just a Peter thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's so annoying. It's just like they're having these big adventures and stuff, and Miles, an actual Spider-Man in a Spider-Man costume, just home, just like making dinner. <laughs> like I don't like. This I don't is know. Like a big fucking deal. What's going on? So like, yeah, just have him be doing something somewhere else. Just yeah. just have them call him and have him be busy. Yeah, you know. No, no, Miles Morales. He's just at home. Miles Morales making a sandwich. Miles Morales makes mushy meatloaf. Miles Morales just makes a little drink. Just chill it out. It's like, they'll do the work. They'll be fine. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not needed right now. Like, I, you kind of are, though, dude. <laughs> At least show him making the meatloaf or the lemonade or whatever. <laughs> like, give us a scene, you know? Yeah. Cut away. Do some cutaway humor if you must. Like, just, I, I want to know. It's annoying. At least we get Anya. At least we get Anya. And she's great. I love her. She's yeah, oh, really fun. Sure. She's very fun in this episode. Oh, my God. She gets to be so much more fun in this episode than I think they've allowed her to be in all of her appearances combined. Because yeah, she's not a fucking wet blanket and like and yeah. mean to anybody. She's not just like a, a, like a, a stick-in-the-mud nerd. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I guess to what we were talking about last week with how they differentiated like when, you know, how she sort of is is introduced with her spider powers. This is another instance of a person who we know in the comics becomes a spider person and assume will become a spider person in the show at some point, like dealing with spider powers in a way that is vastly different. I think than how the previous three people that we've seen deal with them, which is just sort of like, I got this, but I kind of don't want this. This is sort of gross and weird. Yeah. And I don't really want to deal with this. But then she figured out how to do it. And it's like, oh, okay, actually, this is cool. Like, that's a really fun arc to see play out. You know? Yeah. I like that this is how they tackle it with her. Because I do think there is sort of... um, I, I think there's a pattern of, like, making like the girl students like always put together all the time constantly with everything they're doing. And I could have seen a situation where like Peter and miles are kind of a mess because they're boys and Gwen and Anya have their lives together because they're girls, you know? So I like that Gwen who has always seemed to kind of have her shit together, um, except, you know, in a couple like key moments that make sense, uh, gets to be the one who's like confident right away. And is like, no, I know what I'm doing. And Anya gets to be this version which I think could play in perfectly with her character because this shit would be getting in the way of her schoolwork, yeah. which is what she cares about most anyway. It's inconvenient. <laughs> it's These very spider powers inconvenient. are inconvenient. It's like, yeah. no, I'm too busy to like learn how to crawl on walls and shoot web right now. Yeah. Like, I got shit to do, man. <laughs> right? Come on. I'm 15 years old and I'm the only vibranium expert in New York City. That's ridiculous. How I got shit only- going on. It's New York City. How is this 15-year-old the only vibranium yeah. expert in the entire city? Are to you be- kidding me? To be fair. Fair. To be fair, I I think I'm twisting how they presented it because okay. they do say that Horizon High is the only place 
that has a vibranium scanner. Oh, that's what, so okay. That makes I sense. do think there are probably other people in the school who probably could do this work, but I say that she's the vibranium expert because one, that's the reason they go to her or the, what they tap into her for. Sure. And two, she was introduced as a as someone who researched vibranium in the that United is true. States, right? That is so, very true. Yeah, and I think I have an issue with something that happens later on this episode uh, with regards to vibranium. But I do think that it is fun to consider that in the larger Marvel universe or a larger Marvel universe where Wakanda is sitting on the largest store of vibranium and controls that supply chain that. A 15-year-old could arguably be one of the only experts because it's just not common anywhere else. Like, she could just be one of the first students who chooses to focus on vibranium, which would probably be hard because there's probably not that much of it. Yeah, and and Horizon would be one of the few places that maybe has the resources to acquire it for research. Right. So I'm sure she's not the only person, but she probably is one of the very few. Yeah. I'm not mad about her use here. And I, I did, oh, for sure. I, love I did totally forget that that's how she was introduced. That is right. That is very, that's a very good point that that was like her, her, her earlier experimentation. Right. I think she basically so. like, I think she was presented as, it wasn't super clear, but like she studies like the resonance of vibranium right. and tries to either recreate it or harness it. So or that, both. I don't that's know. a cool, that is a good poll though, because that's, that's a great way to sort of interweave her into this, into this story in a, in a natural way to finally fucking show her and use her again. I know, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, no, I this whole scene's so fun. Because yeah, because yeah, Anya's on the ceiling. And it's just like, how do you people live like this? I <laughs> accidentally stuck myself on the ceiling? That doesn't make sense. That shouldn't be a thing that happens. What are you doing? I would love to see the like very quiet scene where she's like alone in her lab, accidentally making her way up the wall as she tries to like gain leverage and like push herself away from the wall where it's like oh i just keep going oh god no i'm just i'm high how how did i end up here (laughs) it would be very funny because it would be so normal like not normal because she's got spider powers but like she's just a girl in her lab trying to get by (laughs) right right yeah so she has to be coached off of the (laughs) ceiling which is very funny um it's actually very similar i think to like didn't um the whole like relax like they tell her to like oh, relax yeah. her muscles or fingers or whatever is that in into the spider verse as well don't a they very, do that with miles too a variation like, relax. Of is yeah because that's you know he starts singing sunflower to like relax himself yeah himself. yeah so it's, it's very I like similar that. yeah i mean it's not unique to those things like, but right. i just i don't know i like it it, f- it felt similar and mm-hmm. and a little bit echoey i like it a lot no for sure yeah yeah i mean i love i love all of all of gwen and anya's interactions because gwen obviously like she took to her spider powers immediately thought it was the coolest thing in the world and is like killing it so she's trying to sort of convince anya like no you know this this is really cool actually like it's like this could be like a a good thing like we're all gonna have spider powers right Mm -hmm. like i think it's great and i love peter's like very quiet in the background like hooray (laughs) such Mm. a little punk i love this episode (laughs) it's so i love his like hyper jealousy about all of this Uh i think it's a very 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 funny because i think it is such a spider-man thing right like he's like it's great power great responsibility i have to shoulder this burden of being spider-man and then has then to see everyone in the fucking new york have these spider powers and like either are killing it or enjoying themselves and and, like seem to not need him at all it's Mm -hmm. just like this fucking sucks man are you kidding me like all the hard 
work that I, and like the hardship that I put myself through, like it didn't even need to happen, like seriously. And I love that that's kind of his journey through this episode is like figuring out how to work through those feelings. Yeah, I love it because it really makes him look inward about like which parts of this journey were necessary like suffering (laughs) like how much of this is stuff you actually suffered through and how much of this is like something that you are imposing upon yourself it's one of the things that i i've mentioned this in so many contexts one of the things i love about the peter miles dynamic is that peter when when compared to miles often feels like he's sort of putting himself through more than he needs to because you're like I don't think you need to do all that. Like miles is doing okay. Like, and you don't need to necessarily project that onto other spider people. Um, And I just think that dynamic is really fascinating and it works really well for Peter Parker because he is so plagued with this idea that the entire world needs to be on his shoulders. It's just like a big part of who he is. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that, that they can put it in a new context like this. That's just so silly, but also makes so much sense. Yeah. So, Anya, you know, they, 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 they have her kind of take a look at the vibranium device and she explains that, uh, or learns that it has this micro encrypted key. What? Encryption. Encryption? What? <laughs> I, so I actually wrote, like, as I was watching these episodes, I actually was like jotting down notes, which I don't normally do, but for some reason I was doing it with these. Just, I don't know if I was excited about Spider Island or what, but, um, <laughs> I literally just, like, when this happened, I was like, more encryption. Like, more, like, this show is obsessed with encryption. Yeah. Gwen is clearly just like shaking with excitement right now. Like encryption, encryption. Does someone say encryption? Who can I can I de-encrypt something? I, I you know I love encryption. I, I can do it. I can type. <laughs> Let me type really fast. Like, double double encrypt this algorithm. I'll actually encrypt it and then decrypt it because it's not encrypted enough. <laughs> Wasn't enough of a challenge. What? But according to Anya, a micro encrypted key on this vibranium device, whatever it is, apparently means that they shouldn't even be touching it. I don't know. It means it's important, I guess. I yeah. Uh, I think she like. Does she identify it? I'm not really clear on this. I think does she identify it as like, if it's encrypted this way, it must be a government thing. So like, we shouldn't touch it. Or is that come what later? I'm, that's uh, actually, I don't remember if that comes now or later. I mean, but either way, that's sort of the this this is what it's leading to, right? Is that like this isn't just like a random piece of equipment. This is like some kind of big government shield slash hydra whatever thing. Like this is something that is much bigger than them. Yeah. is is what this is implying, regardless. So. Spider-Man's like <laughs> trying to give Gwen and I told you so because it's like, yeah, we shouldn't have even been touching it, right? We shouldn't uh, have taken but- it to the police. <laughs> he really is such a fucking punk in this What episode. the fuck would they do with it, Peter? <laughs> right, right. I'm going to give it to the proper authorities. I'm going to tell the principal on you. Nerd. But his spider sense activates and it's I actually kind of love the moment because it's like it activates. So he knows that something is being thrown his way. So he just caches it. And it's just this little black ball. It's like, what is this? And then it's a flashbang and it goes yeah. off. And then it's just like bright white light and you hear some sound effects. And then it, the your vision comes back and you just see that the teens are just like <laughs> cuffed together <laughs> by a desk on the floor <laughs> i appreciate that they don't oversell this moment remember they did the really really brilliant funny one with like doc ock and the spider-men yeah and that, like kids sitting at the desk mm-hmm. and then that was great and then they like tried to recreate the moment in the warehouse and it like fully didn't land right i'm glad that they i don't know if they just recognized that it didn't work a second time or if this was just conceived totally differently but i like that this is a very brief version of that that isn't drawn out it isn't you know, it isn't played too hard for comedy. It just is what it is. <laughs> like, right. 
I, I, I like it. I think it's a good little moment. I mean, and it's sort of the start of like this runner of jokes that Black Widow is just like compl- so amazingly good at everything <laughs> she does. She's completely perfect. Makes no mistakes the entire mm-hmm. time. So it, it is Black Widow there who has done this to them, which, you know, if we kind of gave that away very early, uh, but this is That's Black right. Widow. Yeah. And uh, so she kind of chastising chastises the group for stealing this like top secret government tech, which uh, Spider-Man and Gwen are both objecting to for different reasons. I don't even remember what they're talking about. Do you remember well, what, what yeah, you're referring kind of. to here? <laughs> I mean, like she accuses them of stealing this tech and spider-man's like i didn't even do this like i was gonna try to take it to the police and gwen is basically like well no but we were doing we were like no we were doing good things with it like so they <laughs> they both don't want to be associated with the accusation but for like very different reasons yeah <laughs> where peter's yeah. like don't play me <laughs> gwen's like not denying it at all she's just like but 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 <laughs> we're good <laughs> yeah what do you think about uh black widow's like undercut <laughs> oh my god she's so hot in the yeah. show Holy shit. And I mean, I like, she's hot, that's... like, in pretty much everything. But I think this is sure. a very specific, uh, more distinct, kind of more unique version of, of like, hot Black Widow. I like it a lot. And it's because and I don't think that sh- this is her design from the Avengers show. I think the Avengers show, she always has either longer hair or, like, a bob or something like that. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely this show giving giving her like the undercut, and I like it. I think more Black Widow versions should have that. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I think it's like great. it a lot. I yeah. like to. I, I know that Gwen doesn't really have, uh, you know that that hairstyle. Like she doesn't have the same hairstyle she has in Into the Spider Verse. Um, but I wouldn't be mad. The show would never do that, but I wouldn't be mad if after this episode, like Gwen showed up with an undercut <laughs> just based on the way she reacts to, to yeah. Black Widow in this episode. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just felt, you know, inspired. I don't know what yeah. inspired know, me to do this. Felt like something new. Like, what are you, what are you guys looking at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do love this episode is about like the girls having a crush on Black Widow. <laughs> I love it. Good. I think it's, it's really good. nice to see. Yeah. I think it's a very nice. It's funny, but it's also like handled well, like at the same mm-hmm. Same time it's not just like a constant stream of like making fun of girls who fan over things like yeah. they get to fan over it but also they're they're all interacting in ways that make sense and you know it's i don't know it's just it's nice it's nice yeah well it's that and it also doesn't feel like it's like well obviously it doesn't feel like they're trying to hammer in like look how feminist we are like the girls on Girl our show power. appreciate <laughs> the, the girls on our show appreciate a female superhero like it never feels like that it is literally like no black widow is really fucking good at good what she does and also very hot and anya and gwen both clearly appreciate all of those aspects mm-hmm. of <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah, the only reason Spider-Man isn't also fangirling out is because he's just mad at this entire situation. Right. No, he's just yeah, he's he's a complete curmudgeon through the vast majority of this episode. Yeah, yeah. So if Miles were there, he would also be fan, you know, fanning Absolutely. out over over Black Widow. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but then the lab is attacked by Hydra agents. What? So, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't take long for the chaos to happen. And of course, making it even more chaotic, guess what? Hydra agents, they're in New York with the Spider Island airborne virus, so they have spider powers now, guys. <laughs> you know what? Uh-oh. Honestly, the only thing that makes this not sort of like annoying to me is the fact that they have spider powers. Oh, for sure. Because I, then you have yeah. a, a room full of people with spider powers and you get to just do balls to the wall action. If it were just a bunch of Hydra folks, I would have been like, 
I super don't care. Yeah, if that that is one big I think upside. If this episode happened in, you know, as like episode 10 or something like that in the season as one of their many standalones they did earlier on and it was just a straight up Spider-Man crosses over with Black Widow and fights Hydra, I think I would have just not liked that episode to yeah. be honest. But just the added factor, like that is as weird as it is that this episode takes place in Spider-Island as much as I don't like it compared to I think the other episodes uh, or like it the least out of the five, I guess is a better sure, way to put sure. it. I, I still think this episode works as well as it does because of the chaos of everyone having spider powers. And I do think that there is a lot of fun to be had with just a room full of, of like your mooks that have are on the same power level oh, as, as Spider-Man. For sure. Because one thing that happens consistently throughout this episode, especially now that Hydra's involved and you kind of have this just never ending faceless, you know, army of people with spider powers, they mm-hmm. do get to do like funny little spider reference or Spider-Man reference-y type things with these just like ordinary guys in like SWAT gear. Like it's just goofy. Like it ends up being like kind of funny where they're doing like spider poses and you're like, why are you doing that? Yeah, (laughs) It's just, I don't know. There's a silliness to it that would be totally missing. uh, And it would have just been like, I don't know, a bunch of guys. Yeah. Punching around. I think that's why I don't usually care for, for you know the the shield hydra kind of stuff most of the time because it's like if i want a spy story i'll go read a spy story i'm not really interested in seeing spy stuff in my superhero media you know um because it is usually just a bunch of dudes fighting each other (laughs) yeah i think if somebody i mean if someone can direct me to like shield hydra stuff that is very like spy espionage type like focused on that sort of stuff like i would be interested because i don't know that i've consumed that uh, but yeah, I, I kind of had the same experience. Mm-hmm. It feels like almost spy stuff as opposed to like actual spy stuff, right, like right. telling us it's spy stuff without showing us spy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Spider-Man and Gwen break out of their cuffs and they join Black Widow and taking on the Hydra agents. Uh, and in the midst of this, Anya is like trying to help, but like needs a lot of coaching. Um, <laughs> it's very, cute. I love her like struggling to shoot webbing. Yeah. It's so funny. How do you guys do this? It's all on the wrist. <laughs> yeah. I think the only thing that would have made it better if she was like creeped out by it. Like, cause you know, we were talking about how it's an inconvenience. I also yeah. think it would have been funny if Anya was the one who was sort of like, I don't, this is, this is gross. Why, like, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that would have been if, funny. If the show was aimed at like a slightly older audience, I think it definitely would have made that joke. Yeah. 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 But um, but yeah, the the fight's happening. She, she uses the uh, environment to her advantage as she's as she's coached to do, which means like throwing office supplies, <laughs> keyboard, <laughs> keyboard, eat desk, and then just throws an entire desk at a dude and makes him fall out of the window, possibly yeah. to his death. I guess he can web and swing away, but we don't see that happen. I don't think so. She might have so just killed a guy. She might have just killed a guy. People get thrown out of this lab <laughs> yeah i guess yeah. it's horizon high so it's not like oz academy is a little bit different like harry being thrown out of oz academy oz academy mouthful uh that's a little bit different than like getting thrown out of horizon high but i guess at a certain point like stories are stories like if it's more than one you're gonna get hurt <laughs> yeah yep yep but yep. so many people get thrown out of this building in this fight they really do they it's really great. do it's great yeah it's fun it's fun 
I love this moment. Like you, we were talking about Spider-Man coaching Anya. The first mm-hmm. one's good and it's funny, but the second one is just like cool. I like that his second piece of advice that spiders can use every surface mm-hmm. and they actually do. I mean, you know, it's it's still it's still a cartoon with with limited amount of time and resources, but I do appreciate that they they like twist their camera angles so that you see a fight from a different perspective yeah. because everybody in this scenario can fight on the walls. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, that's fucking cool. Like, this episode is doing cool shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It totally is. For example, you got Black Widow, right? Her name is the name of a spider. Uh-huh. Give her spider powers. We gotta. We gotta. So during the clash, Black Widow's own spider powers manifest. Spider-Man refers to her as Spider Black Widow, to which Gwen says, that's a little redundant. Good face when she says that, too. (laughs) Yeah. So much sass behind what she's saying. Just like, Peter, that's (laughs) stupid. (laughs) Spider Black Widow. And I mean, like, the thing about Black Widow that's great is that, like, she is a fucking badass. So she is, she immediately is sort of like, I have spider powers now. Cool. I know exactly what to do. (laughs) She Uh just kills it immediately. Masters her spider powers, like, instantly it's 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 fun yeah Um, i mean it's like if you took somebody who was already an expert in gymnastics and made them super gymnastics like that's (laughs) okay (laughs) right right uh but yeah anya is able to secure the device during all this chaos and also the group is able to defeat the hydra agents mostly due to black widow but you know it is also three spider people who are who are more well two spider people who are more experienced at this than the hydra agents and then black widow who is just amazing at everything so Mm -hmm. of course they're gonna win and Um, anya who just learned that thwipping is all on the wrist of course how she gets the vibranium device it's being like tossed around and she finally finally masters her webbing when when peter tells her it's all on the wrist of course of course yeah so they grab the hydra troop leader and take him in for interrogation (laughs) interrogation interrogation i like the way you said that (laughs) (laughs) ultimately they learn that the device is a key to the national vibranium reserve this is actually what i was saying i had an issue with it doesn't really matter but like Mm -hmm. Why is there a national vibranium reserve in this Marvel universe? Isn't it frequently the case that like vibranium huh. is rare because Wakanda regulates its distribution throughout the world? Oh yeah, you it's know, frequently even, used to make weapons. I didn't even think about that. So <laughs> it doesn't yeah, really matter. But I just was like, wait, there's like an American vibranium reserve. Why would they allow that? <laughs> yeah, huh? That is interesting. I didn't even it's think more. About that. It more just poses questions than actually you know, Warren's complaint, but right. Right. Yeah. It also weakens my theory that like Anya as a 15 year old could be a vibranium expert because right. it is such a scarce resource and under-researched resource in the United States. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, yeah. we're not supposed to think about it. Right. Right. <laughs> it's just a key to a big old stash of vibranium, which we know is valuable and crossbones yeah. knows is valuable. Uh, and that's what he's after. So we learn that that's what it is. And we learn from this Hydra troop leader guy that Crossbones specifically planned this heist now because of all the chaos surrounding Spider Island. So with everybody having spider powers and chaos ensuing, he figured this yeah. is the best time for a heist. I, I like that the reason that he spills all the beans with this is th- there's a whole, you know, there's a string of jokes of Spider-Man like pretending to be good at interrogation. It's it's uh, they're fine. I did 
they didn't really do anything for me, but like you were fine with Spider-Man just pretending to be a good interrogator. But what I like about it is that he thinks that he's being like a gruff, like, oh, you got to tell me what you know. I just learned all this from cop shows or whatever. Answer but really me. The, answer me. But really the thing that got the guy to talk is like Black Widow just kind of glancing at him from behind <laughs> Spider-Man silently. And the guy just immediately starts yeah. talking. It's just that like, gag that's Black gets Widow. me in like every property. It's just it's funny. Always good. It's so It's always funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, what I love about this in particular is that it's not like she even like gives him a death glare or anything. No. She just kind of just casually glances at him. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I know. I know what's going to happen. I'm not even going to not even going to think about it. We're just going to we're just going to give up. Yeah. <laughs> it's also great because Gwen and Anya are standing behind him, too, and can see that that's what's happening and just don't mm-hmm. say anything. They just let him act a fool. They let they let Spider Man believe that he made all uh-huh. of this happen himself, and he'll yeah. never know. <laughs> it's great. And then what's funny is like when Black Widow, I think, just moves or like says something or whatever. I think she like maybe raises her arm. Like Spider Man didn't know she was there so much that he like jumps backward and like does like the whole like karate stance thing. Mm-hmm. Like he just fully didn't know she was there. Guy with spider sense. Good job. I know, right? <laughs> okay, so that's actually something interesting because like. In the comics, there is I don't remember the details of it, but this is one of the comic arcs where like his spider sense is hindered for some reason, and I don't think it actually Mm -hmm. relates to Spider Island. Like I don't think Mm -hmm. it's like because there are people with spider powers, his spider sense doesn't work because everyone does. Like it's not that. Um, And I I did wonder about his spider sense in this particular arc because of this moment where I was like, oh, does he not sense her? Does he not sense her because she's just that good? Does he not Mm -hmm. sense her? Because he's not paying attention. Like, we always have these questions, these unanswerable questions about spider sense because yeah. it is just a thing that they use when they need to. Yeah. Um, but I do wonder what their sort of attitude about spider sense in this type of scenario is. Yeah. I mean, she's not posing a danger to him. It's just a person oh, yeah. good, standing behind him, I think, yeah. is part of it. So. That's true. <laughs> right. This is, yes, yeah, right. This is, <laughs> I think this is a Spider Man that is like, spider sense is immediate threat as opposed yeah. to like the type of spider-man that just sort of has like an ongoing like sense of his surroundings which i think yeah. is more of an old school version of spider sense anyway yeah yeah no this is definitely not the i don't think he has an overpowered spider sense in this show usually yeah yeah especially yeah. since the show just doesn't really address it that much yeah he really doesn't use his spider sense yeah. very often he and used the fact- it to catch a flashbang earlier <laughs> right right but then still held it for it long enough to go off like right. he caught it but then was just sort of like is this dangerous mm-hmm. um and you know again they haven't even addressed if other spider island people have spider sense from the spider virus right. so like you I can would assume, assume not I- I don't know. Everyone don't seems know. just way too comfortable. Maybe they have a general passive version of it in the way that like a lot of people explain that for Spider-Man to even do a lot of the things he does, he has to have sort of just a general passive sense. Yeah, right. As opposed to the like danger sense that that he has. I just feel like people would be freaking out constantly. Yeah, yeah, though that makes sense. I don't know. I feel yeah. like that's a common thing with Spider-Sense, right? Like it takes a while to get used sure. to. Sure. You would think. I'm thinking like Miles and Into the Spider-Verse. I mean, they do such a good job with it, but. Yeah, you would think. I mean, (laughs) but I don't know. It's not the point of this story. I know I'm thinking about it too much. 
<laughs> it is it is interesting to think about. It is an interesting thing, the fact that they don't address it, though. Like, that yeah. makes me think about it even more, that they don't even try to mention it, which makes me feel like they were trying to avoid mentioning it, potentially. Maybe. So. <laughs> it also does create, either intentionally or incidentally, like, this distinction between Peter and Miles, potentially Gwen, depending on what the reality of how she got her powers was, mm-hmm. um, and how the Spider Island people did. Like, it does create a distinction between them and our, like, spider heroes, right? Mm-hmm. There's Because it's almost like... The people who are just like everyday spider people with spider powers, like even the ones we meet later do feel like they're not necessarily as powerful. And I don't know if that's just like a matter of like training or whatever, but like mm-hmm. at the very least for the sake of the story, they're not, they they seem like milder versions of like spider folks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. We'll see. We'll see. We got three more episodes. Maybe they'll explore. I know. There's knows? so much to get into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where were we? So yeah, it's talking about Crossbones' plot. And with Black Widow's hesitant blessing, Spider-Man and Gwen join her on her Hydra mission to intercept Hydra at this Vibranium Reserve, while Anya, of course, stays behind because of lack of confidence with her spider powers. Because she's has not she has not accepted a full-on spider persona yet. Yeah. She's like, I don't know if I want to be all up in this Hydra business. I kind of like just got used to like not being stuck to the wall. Which is fair, because it's like, uh-huh. yeah, now you have to get involved with, like, a terrorist organization. Yeah. Like, maybe not. Honestly, I'm going to go home. <laughs> far more reasonable than Gwen Stacy. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Gwen, I guess it makes – she is so confident, though. Like, she is yeah. maybe potentially overly confident. So yeah. it, make, it, it makes sense that she would kind of do it without hesitation. Yeah. Yeah, well, and this Gwen Stacy is like a Gwen Stacy who's just good at everything. I don't know that they're going to explore what that type of confidence could do to somebody when they're overly confident about something. I'm not sure yeah. that that's this show. Yeah, uh, but it yeah, is interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. So at the reserve, uh, as the group is eavesdropping on a few Hydra agents who refer to a boss other than Crossbones, Crossbones attacks them with his newly manifested spider powers. So he really was a late bloomer. Spider-Man mm-hmm. was right on the money there. I know. Um, I thought that was just going to be a stupid like Peter joke at the front yeah. of this episode. And it ends up yeah. actually, I mean, not like a, in a big way, but it actually does circle back around. Yeah, so Black Widow takes on Crossbones one-on-one, instructs Spider-Man and Gwen to take care of the other agents, but, you know, she decides to pull an audible, which is uh, pulling a stall drop, apparently. Uh, have you ever is... heard of that term no, before? I have not. I did a quick search and also couldn't find it. Like, I don't oh, know what really? this is. You think they just made it up? <laughs> Why would they? That's so weird. Because all that means is just that she explains it just says, take a dive and get captured on purpose, which is like a very standard thing that I'm yeah. sure would have a name for it that exists already. Take a so. dive. <laughs> dive, yeah. Like, I yeah, know. I don't know. I mean, I didn't like dig deep or anything, but like if it were a commonly used phrase and even just spy media, I feel like it would have come up on the first page of Google. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So I don't know what that, I don't, I've never heard that. I'm not into, into spy stuff, but I've never heard that before. Weird. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, Spider-Man's like, that idea sucks. And Gwen's like, no, let's do it. And so he's like, well, I guess I have to play along now that you're playing along. And they pretend to like, they pretend to surrender essentially. Uh, they pretend like, they pretend like what uh, black widow just lost the fight. <laughs> and they're like, without our leader isn't here. She was our leader. We can't do nothing without her. I love and, it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> the most obvious like fake surrender right right however will we operate without our leader <laughs> yeah. 
but it works. Hydra just uh, you know take captures them and gets the key from them. So yeah, they appear to have lost temporarily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're part of Crossbones Hall now, basically, right? So he's able to access the vibranium reserve. He takes a bunch of it, presumably not all of it, because it's a fuck ton, but probably a lot of it, and then also takes the three of them with him, and basically. Spider-Man's like, what are we doing here? I don't understand uh, why this is a good idea. And Black Widow just like for a while is like, just be patient. You're being really annoying about this. And so Black Widow kind of like takes over and is like, what are you doing, Crossbones? And he's like, well, I think maybe I could get a nice bonus uh, in addition to this vibranium if I turn in an Avenger. A couple of teenage superheroes is cool, but an Avenger, that's a pretty penny there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not... Not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Should probably sense. be asking more questions about how he caught an Avenger, but he's yeah. not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as Spider-Man continues to sort of like whine in the back of their like cell, <laughs> Black Widow works with some sort of like weird little hacking device and I guess hacks the containment cell. We don't really see this pay off until a couple scenes from now or maybe the next scene, but she's just like doing her thing while he's like whining about them not doing anything, right. <laughs> which is like, he just really is like, a pain in the ass like this whole episode it's very funny i like it i do too i think it's very funny so she does (laughs) yeah she does explain like okay here's the deal getting captured by crossbones and being sold for a pretty penny to his boss means that crossbones has to take us to his boss which is nice peter or spider-man because we don't know who his boss is yet so guess what? He's going to tell us. He's going to take us to the boss. Like, it makes perfect sense. Like you said, it's a very normal thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but Peter is just being a baby. He's being a baby. And I, I I appreciate, like, well, of course we know who the boss is. It's Hydra. <laughs> and she's like, but which faction of Hydra? I honestly wish that they would have, like, even hammered it in further. Like, the name is Hydra because it has many heads, dude. Like, yeah. it's the it's it, it's right the label is right on the tin mm-hmm. here. Like, it's she very even, clear. I mean, she, I know, I wish she had been more direct with it, but she does say, like, when you tackle one of them, like, another one just comes back. But yeah, I wish she, I wish she had been way more literal with it, right? Yeah. Because he's being such a dumb baby about it. Like, yeah. It would have been really funny. I yeah. do love that he's like, oh, there are different, different factions. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, hmm, interesting, Mr. Know It All. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so when they arrive at crossbones's destination they're unloaded still on their little cube cell and uh greeted by arnim zola uh huh. which to which <laughs> is it peter who says it yeah yeah that guy totally has a tv face in his body you're right yeah? he sure he, does uh, yeah you hit the nail on the head i guess <laughs> sure that's that's kind of his thing yep uh, so, you know, Crossbones is starting to negotiate payment for the large amount of vibranium plus the Avenger. Uh, and that's when Black Widow's like, okay, now's the time to break out. And she kicks out, uh, kicks out the unlocked door of their cell and, uh, results, which results in this just all out brawl between a whole bunch more Hydra agents, Black Widow, both the spider people. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's cool action, <laughs> but, after things begin to go south, though, they are losing this battle. And that's when the, the um, even more spider islandy thing things kick in because they are actually saved by a group of amateur vigilante spider folks. And you get this reference 
to the first Raimi movie when one of these New Yorkers with spider powers says verbatim, you mess with one spider, you mess with all of them. Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel? <laughs> I thought it was fine, actually. Yeah, I thought it was cute. It's such a, you know, it's such a, it's such a cheesy line, but that's so well remembered from that first movie. Yeah. And the context for it makes a lot of sense. Like it almost feels like they had to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You mess with one of us. You mess with all of us. Yeah. yeah. So I, it worked for me. Yeah, it worked yeah. for me. What do you think of the uh, these amateur vigilante spider people's costume or uniform, maybe more appropriately? Oh, it's weird. <laughs> I don't really get it, but it's fine. It's very I guess. weird. <laughs> but I guess it kind of makes sense if you're like putting something together in a pinch. It's not like a full costume. It's just like a little like over one shoulder thing. I don't even know what to There's call a name. it. It's literally There's literally like be a name for it. Like, oh, it's I'm sure like- there is. Because it's like a like a cape shaw type thing, you know? Like it's, yeah, but it I don't only, know. it's like not With big enough to side. even cover two shoulders. Like it's it's only long on one shoulder, and it's long enough to have like a spider emblem on it, which I think is cool. It kind of look it actually looks a little bit more like Miles Spider on his back than it does yeah. uh, Peter's. But it's a cool it's a cool little emblem. It is funny mm-hmm. though that they even have it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they almost didn't need that, but I appreciate that it's just like this vigilante. Yeah, yeah this like vigilante group. Yeah, My I think it's part, cute. I want I want to know which one of them made them, or if right. they like all did it together. You know? Yeah, I would like to know the story behind these people. Yeah, me too. Uh, my favorite part is that there's a dog with them, and the dog also gets in on the action, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I think they're fun. Oh, also, I think Spider-Man's reaction to this is like, they like me. They really like me because they're Mm -hmm. defending Spider-Man, which is funny because like that reference is from like Sally Field's Oscar speech. And she played Aunt May in Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Fun little connection there. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) I really like it. (laughs) (laughs) So this group now, this group of Black Widow, the Spideys, uh, and this big old group of, of vigilantes, which... It's it's hard to keep track of them, but at one point it really does look like it's about two dozen of them. Like it is a large group of them uh, when you see the full group together. They make quick work of the Hydra agents. There's a lot of them, and they all have spider power. So it really is power in numbers here. Um, and so Zola retreats. He's like, I don't want any part of this, and just bails entirely on the deal with Crossbones. Does not walk away with the vibranium, but also does not pay Crossbones shit. So Crossbones is pissed, of course, and is like, okay, I'm going to take this out on you, Spider-Man. You're annoying today. Here, <laughs> have my wrath. But he doesn't actually really get to Spider-Man because the vigilantes just like start pelting him with web balls. Um, I think actually I referenced this last week. I do think this is the fight where Spider-Man uses like web maces mm, almost yeah. as like uh, almost like he almost uses them as hybrid maces and nunchucks. Like it's really cool. I like it. I would like to see this more with Spider-Man. I know it's not mm-hmm. a traditional Spider-Man thing, but I do think it was very cool the way that yeah. they animated it and the way that they totally. did it. So very cool to see. Anyway, the vigilantes are doing the web ball thing, and this allows Spider-Man to basically just, like, beat the shit out of Crossbones with, like, a sort of slingshot dropkick and then, like, a very Street Fighter, like, Shoryuken uppercut. He even has, Mm -hmm. like, the exact pose of, like, the Shoryuken uppercut, which is great. (laughs) It's very cool. I like it. The action, they just had so much fun. There are probably so many little references in here that, like, I don't even get. Yeah. Just because they clearly had, like the freedom to just do cool action sequences. Right. 
No, for sure. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna just have like just like a whole army of spider people fighting each other, then just go all out, man. Oh like, yeah, there's your there's your space to do it. There's probably like <laughs> comic pose references. There's probably mm-hmm. like martial arts movie references. Like, I hope that this. I hope. I hope that this episode is like littered with action references that I don't get. That would be very fun. Yeah, That'd be awesome. Yeah, I like that. I like That'd that idea. Cool. so the good guys overwhelm the bad guys in this scenario and in the aftermath spider-man thanks the group of spider vigilantes for helping them out and they thank him in return for showing them that they can use their powers for good which is very sweet Uh, it is very sweet i like it's it's like specifically like you showed us that this isn't scary or weird yeah heroes and it's like oh yeah no you did have a place in all of the spider-man everybody else having spider powers doesn't invalidate your existence like Mm -hmm. the fact that you were the first one and you have done it so well like that has inspired people and like yeah. made them feel comfortable in a situation that, yeah, if there wasn't a Spider-Man that already existed and there wasn't already context and people started randomly getting these spider powers, it would be very scary and weird, right? Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. I think the thing I really like about it is I was talking about the two things that he's going through, right? Which is like accepting that other people can be responsible enough to have spider powers, but then also having this sort of like rigid set of like beliefs about being a superhero my hope is that he recognizes that it's not just that he inspired folks and and showed them that it was okay or like that it wasn't scary but also Mm -hmm. that he did that without like actively trying to mentor them like just Mm -hmm. being himself and just doing what he does and just being a good guy and a hero like that was enough to teach these people what they could do as opposed to doing the sort of like, I must be everyone's mentor. Cause he did that to doc Ock too, right? He did that to doc yeah. Ock. He does it to miles who accepts it. Miles is okay with yeah. it, but he tries to do it to Gwen. He did it with Anya to some success. Like he very much feels like he needs to actively be like teaching people. Mm-hmm. And I hope that he can recognize in this moment, like you didn't need to control the situation to still be an inspiration to people like that. Yeah. I think could begin to sort of like, untangle some of his like rigidity (laughs) and tightness around the idea of what being a superhero must look like. Yeah. You can just like, yeah, you can just be a role model basically. And, and that's, and that often is just as good as actively being a teacher to someone Mm -hmm. because it's not necessarily always a good teacher. So no, (laughs) he's He's a good teacher to the people who seek him out. (laughs) Yeah. He's still, he's still a teenager working through plenty of shit. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not necessarily who I would choose as my teacher. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but he does get praise not just from the the vigilantes. He gets a little bit of praise from Black Widow as well, uh, who's just been like pretty cool and like kind of not combative with him, but like pretty closed off to his bullshit all episode. <laughs> For sure. So the fact that she's willing to kind of give him some props here is kind of nice. And she even mentions like, you know, Tony Stark said that we should probably keep a file on you and that maybe you've got some potential. I'm beginning to think maybe he was right. And then she flies off with some cro- uh, with some crossbones with the crossbones. <laughs> I I like the little detail is like while Black Widow is on her like flying whatever thing like talking, there is like this the, a dude like that is drawn to be next to Spider Man just with his phone out just recording the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, because of course you're gonna document of course wild ass thing that you witnessed just now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is very like uh, true to reality, but also I love when a show is willing to just be like. What if this wasn't reality? <laughs> what if people didn't record everything? Right, right. <laughs> but that's just being the me being like a curmudgeon about like looking at people at concerts or like, I don't know, like cool shit and like 
they just have their phones up. I'm like, come on, yeah. just like enjoy your moment. <laughs> <laughs> just enjoy the presence of Black Widow being cool in your presence. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Sure. How else would you have proof that you hung out with Black Widow for True. a little bit? You know, facts. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you bring forward a compelling point. Yeah. <laughs> so shortly after Spider-Man and Gwen do sort of debrief the situation and reconnect on the conversation they were having very early on in the episode. And Spider-Man admits to Gwen that an island full of spider people might not be as bad as he thought, which is a big deal because he was a big tightwad for the whole episode. He also recognizes that Gwen is a capable hero, like all on her own. She does not need his help. uh, And he, you know, puts his money where his mouth is when they hear somebody screaming. And he says, you know what? Maybe that's a job for spider Gwen. You know, you got this. You can handle this. Maybe, you know, this is results oriented here. He couldn't have known, but it might have been okay for him to tag along (laughs) because Gwen, they do part ways and Gwen does help that person and she does so successfully. Uh, But then when she's all alone (laughs) after the fact, um, this is a thing that she probably would have wanted a witness to. She begins to mutate into one of those spider creatures we saw at the end of last week's episode. (laughs) Whoops. Uh Oh, (laughs) whoops. Uh Oh, this is a good detail though, because she is one of the first people presumably to have developed spider powers right? Uh, from whatever this inciting event is. If it is the same inciting event as everybody else, presumably it is. Um, so she would be one of the first people theoretically to transform or mutate along yeah. with stealth spider and all, you know, probably a small fraction of, of the rest of the spider people. Totally makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I like that detail. Good detail. And that's mm-hmm. it. That's where they leave us for this part too. Yeah, it's just Gwen a- mutating into a potential woman spider. <laughs> Good ending. I like it. <laughs> yeah. They don't even show us. I mean, I know that's no. what's happening, but they also just don't show us. And I'm like, how dare you? Yeah. No, she actually just had a really bad stomach ache. It's a fake out. It's a t- the next episode. She's just like, oh, man, I shouldn't eat that Chinese food. Well, everything's back to normal now. And then nothing's bad. <laughs> hey, Spider-Man, you ever shit your pants in your suit? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> now no, she- just me? Oh, Gwen, now you need a mentor? Okay. <laughs> right. How do you um, wash uh, stains? Uh, just, you know, any any sort of stain out of your suit. Um, <laughs> that'd be wild. I, you can't see my face. I, I would be so pissed if, 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 she, if it were a fake out. I would be so angry. <laughs> it's not. It would be ridiculous if it were, but I would be so mad. <laughs> oh, Fucking hilarious. I'd be so pissed. So pissed. <laughs> that would be worse than every like fake death commercial break that these shows that the nineties show has ever done, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, this episode packs in a lot of action, but it also packs in a lot of comedy. The plot is actually like not that deep or heavy. It no. really, I think, was an excuse for them to do fun action and tell a lot of jokes. So mm-hmm. as a result of that, there are like a bunch of funny faces uh, and funny things to look at. So I grabbed a few things. One is just the very cute image of Gwen catching Spider-Man. <laughs> just yeah, like it's, it's cute. cute. <laughs> they even like hold on it long enough for them to like have a full conversation with him in her arms. So yeah, I-, I like it. For sure. <laughs> also, I just like the image of like Gwen Stacy holding Peter Parker, you know? Yeah, it's nice. So it's nice. Also, if we're talking faces of the episode, there oh are a God. couple that just, I mean, they're shoo-ins. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's Gwen and Anya's reaction. Very exaggerated, silly reaction to watching uh, Black Widow be an 
complete and utter badass. This is like the most anime the show has ever been. In it this feels one frame. <laughs> so. This episode, and I wasn't sure if I was going to say it, but here I am. I'm just going to say it. This episode, I think, is the closest. I don't think. I feel confident, uh, and I think you will agree. The closest this series has ever gotten to its predecessor in Ultimate Spider-Man, where it tells a lot of jokes and it does things that are sort of out of out of character for the yeah. show for the sake of comedy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't go yeah. nearly as far, but this is a good example where it's like, your characters don't make this face. What is this face? Right. This is not, <laughs> yeah. Your, 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 your character models are normally pretty stiff and this is not what they do. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is very like Marvel rising Ms. Marvel and squirrel girl get to be weirdos while everybody else is normal yeah. type of situation. I like it. I kind of sort of wish the show would do stuff like this a little bit more to be honest i thought it was really fun like i could see people being turned off by it but i thought it was really fun yeah i like it i like it yeah i think i think it's it's charming and then the last one isn't necessarily like fun or funny it's just like the nature of this show it's a shot of a bunch of those like spider vigilantes with like their little you know shoulder uniform thing on but because they have have populated this frame with so many people we don't know and they recycle models two of these models are just straight up harry osborne like they didn't even change the color of the hair they are just legitimately harry osborne Uh (laughs) and one of them just looks like a sort of liquefied miles with longer hair like it's just just, it's so funny to me it's Uh like you couldn't at least with the sort of miles one they were like okay we'll give him a different hairstyle or whatever it's wild to me that there are two Harry Osborns in here, neither with a different colored hair. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, yeah, nobody. It's a ever... very short moment, but it's long enough that like yeah. this guy in the front is talking, like long well, enough for him to say stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's it's an important moment for like the theme of the episode and stuff too. It's, it's weird that like nobody like give someone make somebody blonde, make somebody a redhead. Like I don't. Everybody has dark hair. In yeah, this, no in one's this blonde in this scene. Yeah, it's very strange. Like, that would have definitely helped differentiate it a little bit. It's funny, too, because it's not like all of these are recycled main character or secondary characters. Some of these I don't recognize. Right, Like, this hot guy in the front left, who's he? I've never seen him before. I would like to see him more, whoever he is. Right? Yeah. Or, like, this very very tiny lady kind of behind. Who's she? I've never seen her before. (laughs) Like... So I don't know. I, 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 they, it's just, it's very strange. Or this character on the, on the left with like the ponytail. Yeah. I don't know what their deal is, but I don't know if I've ever seen them before. Yeah. So yeah. there are like unique character models in here. It's so funny that they just drop two Harrys like right next to each other. I guess they're right. twins. I don't know. I guess they're twins. Yeah. <laughs> Harry's yeah. long lost triplet brothers. Yeah, Norman or Norman Osborne, you know, one of his many affairs that he had or something like that. Oh my <laughs> god. They're clones. Oh no. <laughs> this is actually this is actually brilliant. This is actually we've stumbled on like a secret hint. Oh, like no. this is hinting for, you know, the clone saga of season two where Norman Osborne has actually oh, been no. cloning cloning Harry and there's a whole army of Harry clones to com- combat the Jackal Spider army. Yeah. Oh no, I can't. <laughs> I simply cannot. Uh, that can't be where this goes. Oh God, I'm like throwing things. I'm so upset. It's maximum clonage. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I okay. So I like this episode. I don't like it as much as the last yeah, one. I, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. I think if it's again, it's another weird thing where they've established an arc and then done something that's not super arc-like. Like, it's it fits into weird. the Spider Island of it all. Obviously, mm-hmm. this would be weird. 
um, and boring if it weren't part of the Spider Island thing. So <laughs> yeah. it really does rely on Spider Island to to work, uh, since it is so action and, and comedy heavy. Um, but it really, I think the reason I like it is is purely because of the action and comedy. Like the story is not that great or outstanding or anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It was all right. I, you know. I'm just like, okay, I'm ready to get to the next one now. Because yeah. I'm not <laughs> mad I watched yeah. it and it's not my least favorite episode. It's just sort of there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But you know, we and got Black Black Widow with spider powers is cool, I guess. Yeah, you know? I'll so. remember the cool action. It see, here's yeah. the thing is it's not gonna be a forgettable episode for me. No. Because yeah. the stuff that's cool is fucking cool. But yeah. normally I normally I remember things for their story. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So. I'm excited to see well, I've already seen where this goes, and I'm excited to for you to see where it goes and to talk oh, about me too. where it goes. Absolutely. Me too. I'm pumped. Yeah. Well, you all listening should also get pumped for our Patreon because there's a lot of good <laughs> stuff on there. If you haven't checked it out, you can go to patreon.com slash wallopingwebsnappers. got a whole archive of bonus material that you can check out. Most of it you can get for as little as a dollar a month. And if you'd like to talk to us or talk to other Walloping Web Snappers listeners as well, we have a Discord. You can check out like the link to that Discord in our show notes or on our social media and stuff like that. But otherwise, if you want to reach out to us individually, where can we find you, Doug? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at IckyBooley, I-C-K-Y-B-O-O-L-E-Y. You can also listen to me on a podcast called Novel Gaming that I do with my friends Katie and Vicky, where we catch up on all the media we've been consuming lately with a heavy focus on books and video games, but we get into other stuff as well. And if you like Pokemon, you can listen to me on another podcast here on the 4-Eyed Radio Network called Victory Road. It's a Pokemon podcast where I talk about Pokemon with my friends just as things happen. What about you, Derek? You can find me on Twitter at Derek B. Gale. You can also find my podcast, Gimmicks, which looks at the high-concept, structure-breaking, and experimental gimmicky episodes of television with a different show and a different guest every week. You can find it anywhere you get your podcasts, as well as on Twitter and Instagram at GimmicksPod, if you'd like to find that on social media. You can also listen to Doug and I's monthly podcast, Falling with Style, an ongoing Pixar movie marathon, where we watch every Pixar film chronologically. Our episode on Onward is out now, wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to find an archive of our episodes of Falling with Style and Walloping Web Snappers, both of those shows are available on our website, wallopingwebsnappers.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at wallopingwebpod, or email us at wallopingwebsnapperspodcast at gmail.com. You can also rate, review, and subscribe to us on any podcast platform you use. If you have a podcast app that lets you rate and or review stuff please do it there because it definitely the more the more that exists the easier it is for people to find our show next week guess what y'all we're gonna see some spider monsters <gasps> in spider island part three. Oh my gosh Oh my god, who could have seen that coming? Not except me. for Gwen. Except for Gwen, it's just going to be bad Chinese food that she's recovering from. That's oh, I was going to say. I mean, I bet she doesn't see it coming, but yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> see ya, see ya.
simply never look for me on Facebook ever, I swear to God.